Welcome to Creative Solutions, where we are here to help you reduce stress, create a more satisfying customer experience, and of course, make more money. Hello, this is Richard. And this is Richard. Today we're going to be talking about marketing yourselves to clients as a real estate agent. Do you know what I mean by that? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> yes. I mean that a lot of times in our business, it's not enough for people just to know that you're a realtor Correct. or people just to hear it or see you at church or at school or at the store, but you have to market yourself why they want you to be their real estate agent. Absolutely. I think uh, one of the things to think about too, um, as you were coming up in the real estate industry, uh, the people that you learned from were very old school. The old school ways. What are a couple of like your old school ways, not nowadays, that you were marketing yourself back then that may not be relevant anymore? Uh, back then, we did a lot more meet and greet. We were joined to different organizations in town like Kiwanis, Optimus Club, uh, different groups around the community that helped uh, people. And we shook a lot of hands. We went to restaurants. We would walk around if we seen somebody would go up and say hi or they knew they could come up and say hi to us and we were a lot more personal back then plus when we worked deals contracts we didn't do it over the phone we didn't do it as much by text or email we were there in person and we had a lot more communication absolutely absolutely definitely seen a big difference with that so with me being in only for a year now uh, and even talking to the people that I know more on my level or the younger agents and stuff, they definitely don't have that personal touch anymore when it comes to real estate. While I think that's actually probably still the most valuable thing to do is somehow having communication face-to-face, -face, um, physical touch, you know, shaking hands and stuff like that, I know that it seems that the markets and the way things are running, we're gonna to have to step over to social media. I think a lot of people know that at this point. And so what are a couple of the main social media platforms that you know we personally use, but that will also any agent can start using? Well, um, the certain one, the main one is gonna be Facebook. Um, most of your demographic that we deal with are on Facebook, and that's where we find a lot of our engagement. Uh, Instagram's another one, LinkedIn, people use that one. But personally, I find that um, Facebook and Instagram are the biggest two. Which I think that's also because of our market. So anybody that's listening, you know, always be aware of the market that you're actually in. Uh, where we are here in Dayton, Ohio, Miami County area, uh, we do seem to have an older, matured demographic. We're not yet working with um, young families, although it's starting to come up. Whereas there are locations where I have friends, such as Fort Myers, Florida and stuff, where they're heavily on like just the Instagram and the TikTok side of things, which is still social media, and they're short, quick, you know, rapid, informational content basically for people but what it's doing is you're getting you know your let's say 30 years and younger who are on that social media platform more I don't want to say addicted to it but the people that are going to spend more hours a day or per, per capita on there uh, we're seeing a lot of them on there now with our personal so we have our Facebook we have Instagram you know obviously there's the YouTubes and stuff um, where have you seen personally over the last let's say two years that with the group that you're running we've seen success on our social media platforms uh, on the social media again so for our open houses and for our new constructions and our new listings uh, we do use Facebook mainly uh, we're starting to do a lot of reels and we're seeing that we have a lot of engagement when we do 
content walkthrough on properties. Absolutely. So people get to see content, hear content, plus see the property. So that's that's where we're seeing it go over the last couple of years. We do pay to get internet leads. So predominantly, we use Zillow. I know other companies use Realtor.com. I know other companies use uh, HomeSnap. I know there's a few different social media services out there that collect the leads and sell them back to realtors, <laughs> which we do not like paying for, but we don't. And, and now if you're a beginning agent, obviously we, I think that's a wise route to take is having the Zillow leads. You don't, I, as a first year realtor, don't yet have the um, base. That's someone who's been in this for even just four years or five years has, I'm not going to be able to pull from a pool as much as some people are. So I think it's super valuable paying for the Zillows or the Realtor.coms or the Home Snaps or et cetera. But <clears throat> I think that it's probably more important that we start pushing these different marketing opportunities. Uh, I heard it the other day where somebody was talking about, you know, hey, it's great to have the face-to-faces, but the next generations that we're going to be hitting with our real estate, we've got to start putting our social media out there, which, you know, something we haven't even talked about yet would be like Google AdWords, uh, things like that. If, if you've got Google Ads, if you've got the YouTube running, if you've got podcasting, it seems to reach the most amount of people. We've got to start putting more content out on different platforms, not just on one or two platforms. Is that something you'd agree with or... Um, I, because I've been in the business for 20 years, it's a little more difficult for me to say that social media is the answer to everything. And I believe that that's a huge part. And that's one of the pipelines we like to use in the business. However, people still want to be able to have relationships and social media sometimes, you know, it negates that opportunity. Yes. And the trust when it comes to pricing out a house and, and, encouraging someone to be able to move forward with a purchase and helping them to pick the right market to buy their home in and looking out for the the client. So I agree that the social media is huge. I think that's something, and obviously that's something we're pushing on, but I still have a big push. I'm still the guy that says, hey, I want to shake their hand. I want to be able to talk to them at Texas Roadhouse. I want to see them down at Bob Evans. I want to at Lincoln Square, our local family restaurant, you know, I want to be engaging on a local basis. So one of the things that you had actually brought up uh, fairly quickly early into my real estate growth and our, my brother's real estate growth when we got in this with you was the pipelines. And I do know that there's a lot of realtors that talk pipelines. And so I think it's actually wise, you know, it's easier for me to push social media because that's something I've grown up with. It's easier for you to push the social interaction because that's something that you were in the business specifically uh, per se raised in, um, what are a couple other pipeline opportunities? Maybe you don't use them, you could, or you have in the past and they've worked. I mean, are there different, or what are a couple different pipeline opportunities that we have? Well, one thing that I know is that everybody in America knows four people that are going to move this year. So referral business is an opportunity to create income that a lot of realtors overlook. So a lot of times when you do a deal with a client, uh, we, we forget about them. We go to the next deal. We got more business. I mean, that, that same day, we're out there trying to put together another deal, handle another inspection issue, you know, work with another lender. Absolutely. So a lot of times what we need to do is we need to make sure that we're uh, proactive to continue staying in touch with our clients. And that will bring in referrals. So the referral is a huge pipeline that a lot of realtors miss out on. Sometimes it's because they don't ask, and sometimes it's because they didn't do a good job. Sometimes they looked so busy 
that they're not referred out because their client, maybe they weren't communicated back to them. So they're like, oh, that my realtor's real busy, so he can't handle more business. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got to watch that perception also. Yep. Um, I, I faltered on that one. I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend that he was even interested in real estate, but I was accidentally so busy that I wasn't communicating with him just as a friend on right. a regular basis. And there's probably about 30 days that I didn't communicate with him. We're not super close. So I didn't think anything of it. Right. And I saw him and he was like, oh yeah, we just put an offer on a house. I knew you were busy, so I didn't call you. Literally said it. And I was like, daggone it. That's like, because- Gave that one up. Yeah. So a realtor has to be on top of their response time and their communication. So that's the other thing about social media. If you're going to do social media, somebody reaches out, somebody hits you, you got to get back to them and say, hey, is there anything I can do for you? You know, are you interested Absolutely. in a property? I, I appreciate you liking my page. Well, you know, let them know that you're engaging Correct. and that you're available. Awesome. Now with marketing yourself, you know, we've talked about a couple of different um, avenues, let's say, or pipelines, as we said a couple minutes ago, that you can jump on and start getting business basically um, along with that though do you f- or what are a couple of, like niches you think people could fill out because you know I think that it's easier and I've even heard you say this in our team meetings before where hey you know X person is really good at getting new build customers and taking care of certain situations X person you have been really good at reaching you know that younger family that might be having the first kid coming up and you just seem to be connecting with them better um, X person an older generation where there's a different mindset even you know are there a couple niches or what are a couple niches that we should be paying attention to to hopefully find our focus I do find that most realtors generally gravitate towards one niche or a different niche and I find that that's another thing when we do develop our pipelines if we're doing blogs or we're doing like the Google ads so there's we you want to target towards what you're looking for, but you do also want to be able to do everybody's business, right? I mean, Correct. somebody says, I got a million dollar farm for sale. You, you just want to say, it. yeah, I can help you with <laughs> that million dollar property. If somebody has a $200,000 house to sell, you're like, yeah, I can do that. Um, I, I guess I'm more broad range on who I'm helping in the market um, than dissecting exactly who it is because I keep my marketing local so for instance I personally do not like to drive more than 10 miles to do business I I want to stay within a 10 mile radius of my space because then I know the neighborhoods I know the communities I know the developments that are happening I know the new stores that are coming in I know all those types of information and that helps with new construction first-time families people moving to their second and third or retirement homes um, but what we find a lot is that our farmers uh, and our commercial guys, they are a little different breed. So when you're dealing with commercial, you're totally in a different space. We don't recommend that our residential agents try to work commercial because we have people that are trained for that. Correct. And there's a lot more different nuances through those. Um, but. I, I am cognitive of who I am reaching, yes. Absolutely. Right. So one of the things you actually mentioned, you actually say you were, <clears throat> that when you communicate with certain people, you're useful in certain situations. Um, so on our teams that you know we currently run and stuff, opportunities to be useful, what does that actually look like for us? Well, I've noticed that a lot of people enjoy seeing the home tours and doing live Q&A sessions whether it's Facebook Live or whether it's just questions that have been presented that we're answering online. You know, helping people to know information while they're thinking about their questions. Correct. So the way you the way you look 
the I feel like the way you look smart to people is you're answering the question they have before they ask it. Correct. You need to listen to them. You need to watch their eyes. You need to watch their body language. You need to understand what your client's watching and looking for. But if you're the person that sends them a new listing, if you're the person that says, hey, I'm available and I've been thinking of you and here's a question you may have had, I got an answer, that's really helpful. I really appreciate when my accountant calls me and says, hey, Richard, you may not be thinking about this, but it is your quarterly time is coming up. You need to get in here. We need to look at your tax situation and make sure we're on track. So Absolutely. now if I have to call him and ask him that question, I feel like he's not paying attention to me. Correct. So I guess what I'm trying to say is we can provide a service by being ahead um, with questions they may have. We can already have the answers, you know, just different real estate tips. And like we have a new a grocery store coming in Detroit right now. Well, that's one of those things a lot of people will be happy to hear. So, you know, us putting that out on content as, you know, helping to share that type of information looks makes helps us look like we know what's going on. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay, so one of the things I've always wondered about, and, you know, you growing up in our community for 20 years, from, a, you know, you're 24 years old. So I wanted to ask you about our social involvement. How did you see your family your extended family be involved in the community. Do you think that plays a part in what we do? Um, I do. For us, for me personally, I think that's a huge uh, advantage, honestly. And I think in real estate and any anything you really do, you're trying to find the advantage that you have over the competition. And everybody is going to have an advantage, but I think one of the advantages that I have is that I have family who are very involved in the community and always have been very involved in the community. Um, so whether that's just specifically from the sheer size of our family being in different school districts in Troy specifically in different schools um, the teachers that we know or the relationships we've created so even just the other day I was at Kroger with my wife saw one of my old high school teachers we started talking he's got one of my little cousins now in his senior class and we were able to talk about real estate as well as talk about family I've got family that run cleaning businesses, pretty large ones around here. I've got family that's in the city government. I've got family that's in other sales. So by having the name of the Pierce's around, uh, it's easier sometimes for me to be confident stepping into a situation because five out of 10 times, honestly, but in my mind, I say nine out of 10 times, you probably know who I am or who I who I come from. Therefore, I have a little weight behind the name, but it also allows me just to walk in with a little more confidence with the situation. Now, negating the fact that I have any family in the area. Growing up here, it's definitely allowed me, and I'm 24, almost 25, I'm very involved in the community as much as I can be. So with church, um, I'm involved with youth, I'm involved with life groups, I'm involved with bands, at the gym, I'm at the gym, once or twice a day, and so I see a lot of people at the gym. I've been at multiple gyms in the area, so I know a lot of people. Um, with those different opportunities, I'm starting to see a lot more people that are finding these creative ways that real estate can be used now, which is awesome that people are at least interested in it, such as like house hacking, finding those duplexes or triplexes, living in part of it, you know, those different things. I'm having people who understand now, oh, this guy's in real estate, he knows some stuff, that are my age, a little older than me, maybe a couple grades above where I was, right? Uh, they've been approaching me about how they can do different things, which as a realtor, those are my investment opportunities in the next one, five, ten years, obviously, right. if I can start picking off of those guys. Right. Well, and then back to like what we were just talking about with being engaged in the community, 
with our family, it wasn't something we were trying to do for business. Correct. It's just being, we have such a sphere now that we get leads back and forth. Mm -hmm. Like I send business to Caleb's company. He sends business to our company. Correct. Uh, we are now helping to manage people's property. So that puts us out and about, and that means we're now mm -hmm. using more contractors. So mm -hmm. we are responsible. Now we're, we're making connections with contractors, which Correct. creates more opportunities for referrals. Um, the one thing that I have specifically appreciated um, and, and I've encouraged our whole team to do is to be involved in the social services of our community. Uh, whether you're left wing, right wing, it's okay. Absolutely. You know, whether you're, you know, you got children, you want to be involved in children's community activities, that's fine. Or if you want to do more of the senior citizens activities, that's fine. I think us giving back to the community, our job allows us to be involved in people's lives, help them to feel good about our community, whether they use us or not. Correct. There's so much business. I really don't care if my friends use me. Of course, I want them to use me, but I can go to to an event and if somebody else has used another realtor, I have no problem with that. Correct. I can't be everybody's realtor anyway. Right. The intentionality behind it was never to get the business per se. Right. The intentionality was not for our personal gain. Right. Right. I think that was always the key though. Uh, one, growing up just in this community, um, but also even to what we do to the day, we don't I've never watched my family walk into an event with the intention of I'm going to come out with X more amount of dollars of business because I'm doing blank. They've always walked in purely with the heart of, hey, I just want to serve the community. Like, right. I just want to be a part of this thing. I enjoy being around people. Hey, cool. If a connection comes out of it, great. If yeah. it doesn't, cool. Well, I will tell you, if, if somebody's involved in something that I'm involved in, and let's say they run an insurance business or whether they do have um, investment programs or whatever their sphere is that they're in HVAC you know whatever it is I prefer to use people I know and trust and that support the same values I do so I, I do appreciate that and I think that's what people look for so if you're not already have this big family engagement in the community if you're in a big city where there's a million people you basically need to bring your sphere local to your space and get involved with local the uh, local YMCA boards, you know, you get involved with the local uh, school activities, you know, doing the reading programs, you know, things that are local, that's how you'll grow your sphere. Yeah, being very specific. You're kind of farming, actually, without, you know, with, you know, we hear realtors talk all the time about, well, I'm going to send out cards to the whole neighborhood. I'm sending out letters. There's now companies that make it look like it's a handwritten letter you can send. Those go in the trash. That That's not really the farming that I do. I don't want to spend thousands of dollars to send out note cards. Correct. That almost seems like that was the older model of bringing in people. Well, one thing we did this year, which I think was awesome, is Texas Roadhouse. We bought $3,000 worth of gift cards. It got our advertisement in Texas Roadhouse. Plus, they gave us $3,000 of gift cards. And so we passed those out. Everybody loves Texas Roadhouse. And that's one of those things that that's how we farm. So Correct. somebody sends us a great lead or we get, you know, we close a house for a couple or, you know, we just want to say thank you and help donate to a cause. We can do things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, well, you know, one of the keys to, if we're going to talk about the farming aspect, one of the keys is obviously going to be consistency in the game. Um, real estate is, there are people in the game that can do this for, you know, one year and be super, super, 
um, successful with what they do. But it seems to definitely be a game where you've got to play a long term, uh, almost like a car salesman even right. to a point. You've got to be three, four, five years ahead because uh, that's where you start getting that reoccurring. You want your funnel to be big enough that it's not just a local. So with Mark, with with doing the, the farming, one thing I do do, I do encourage people to have like a Facebook that mark that people can come to that has updated information, lets people know about different events. Like I was saying before, that new restaurant, I mean the new grocery store coming yep. in, it's pretty cool. Which is perfect. So that's one thing that even our team, our team pages, if you were to look at them, have started uh, improving on a lot. Right. So in the past, we have had other companies that have helped us post our content online. And it's more of a generic post normally of, hey, if you're looking for a house, you know, again, it's very generic. It's not, right. are you looking for a specific new build? Are you looking for a specific blank? It's, hey, if you need a realtor. Um, lately, though, I've noticed that we've started to be a little more, I don't want to say specific because they're still general. You, you want to catch the masses, obviously. But we've been tethering ourselves on our Facebooks, our Instagrams to the different things coming up in our community specifically. Not so much, you know, the whole Ohio area or the whole United States, obviously. We're Miami County. That's where we like to stick in. Like you said, we're 10 miles from here. Mm-hmm. Um, with the stores coming in, with the something you've mentioned earlier, we know pretty darn well where the different communities that are going to be built or are being built or all these things are happening um, and we've been starting to advertise for those builders and stuff obviously to start bringing in more business for us as well as for them well that pretty much wraps up what i wanted to talk about on specifics that we already had um, but there is one additional thing I was thinking of that I used to do with my um, back in the day I would always carry business cards and any time I met someone, I would just talk to people. If I was standing in line at a restaurant or if I was at Kroger and I would hand them two business cards, I'd say, hey, I sell houses. If you need a house, if you're looking for to buy or sell or you're looking to rent, I can help you. I'd give them two business cards. And I think that was a simple way of just, you know, if they didn't want the business cards, they could just lay them down somewhere or they could, you know, whatever they wanted to do. But I used to do that a lot. Absolutely. I think that's super valuable, too. I've uh, I've actually done jobs. So, so something I don't do anymore, but something I did was the small jobs on the side, whether it was construction, trash hauling, little things like that to build time. Like, I can't, I really can't count how many times I would go where I thought it was just a random call. You show up to do the job and take care of the person. And they would ask, because I go by Richard now. When I was younger, it was Nathan. Uh, but now I go by Richard, which is your name as well and so when I would say hey I'm Richard Pierce in person they'd be like man that sounds really familiar and they would pop out a card like is this you I'm like no that's actually my dad but that's actually pretty cool like that we have that little uh, back and forth with what we're doing thank you for listening to today's episode you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at creative solutions Also, if you guys have any questions or topics you would like for us to discuss, email us at info at creativesolutionsforrealtors.com. We also have our online website listed in the description below for more in-depth training about real estate.